The Reality Check podcast is brought to you by Skillshare.com. Click the link in the show notes now to get two months free premium access to all of my courses, as well as the thousands of others that are up there right now. If you want to learn how to do something and you're not sure where to find an instructor for it, Skillshare is the place to go. My courses go in depth on how to meditate for your mental health. So if you've been looking for an excuse to start meditating, or if you want to help support the podcast, click the link, sign up, and get started. Remember, the first two months are free, and you can cancel at any time. So two nights ago, I had probably the most intense experience of my life. I had what can only be described of as a PTSD flashback. And, you know, I've had similar experiences in the past, but this was of a degree that I've never experienced. It was just overwhelming. I want to share this with you to express a few things. First of all, what happened. Second of all, the concept of talking about the reality of mental illness as opposed to the sort of the fictions or the stigma-based approach. And three, just to connect with people to sort of express and talk. So the lead up, basically it was a very stressful couple of days prior. I'd been, had a stressful day at work and had a couple of sort of semi-triggering things happen in my personal life. And then I had a conversation that went down a path with a family member that sort of put me into the idea of thinking about the past and past trauma. And all of these things combined with, a you know, just all these little triggering things combined, all in sort of the perfect storm to just tip me over the edge. And it, and it came on very quickly. One moment I was talking and then the next moment, like, bang, I was overwhelmed. I was in tears. I was, found my back sort of slumped against the, the kitchen bench on the ground unable to move and I was just in hysterics I I remember feeling like I was split into many different parts one part of me was on the ground in hysterics another part of me was being repeatedly assaulted and just reliving memories like almost with each heartbeat, it was just bang, 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 slipping between all of the trauma, tra- like reliving every bit of trauma I've ever gone through, just bang, 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 bang. And then a third part of me was stepped back from all of this, just watching what was happening. And it, I sort of felt, it, it, it's, 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 it was just very, very, very intense. I, I remember my wife being there and me sort of struggling to communicate anything to her to try and express what was happening. Um, thankfully, I was able to use some of the techniques that I practice with my meditation to grasp what was happening in the sense that for a while there, I was just in this mode and that was my entire existence and it felt like it could have been an eternal eternity but then at some stage I was able to sort of step back from it just for like a breath or two and just come up for air and 
once I was able to sort of check in and acknowledge and accept that this was happening, whatever this was, and that it will pass, but my God, is this terrifying, but, you know, slowly, slowly, slowly bring myself out of it. I was able to go from like, you know, a level 10 down to a level seven in terms of emotional arousal. However, this was, this wasn't like any sort of panic attack I've had in the past because it, it, it stuck with me for the next couple of days, for the rest of that day and the day after, which would make that yesterday. All my confidence was gone. I couldn't, I felt like I couldn't make a decision based around anything. I couldn't choose what foods to eat or what to do with myself or what to do with my day. I didn't want to go to bed. I didn't want to do anything. I was just unable to choose because I had this overwhelming dread that every choice would lead to something bad like there's there's good and bad in every choice obviously but I just couldn't bring myself to choose I felt afraid to leave the house I felt ridiculously triggered by every little thing around the house like a half drunk glass of wine or chocolate or you know a certain turn of phrase or a word was it would be enough to just sort of shatter me I felt very brittle very vulnerable very raw Sort of like, you know, when you've got like a, a scab and the, the, the scab falls off and your skin under there is very raw and vulnerable. That's how I felt just emotionally. And then it's like, I, I remember thinking, so, okay, what, what do I do with myself now? What, what's the best course of action? I know I've got a psychologist booked in, so that's sorted. And then I thought, well, what would I tell someone else in my situation? I'll tell them to take some time off work. I'll tell them to undergo a bunch of self-care. Or tell them, you know, if this was me, write, read, recuperate, meditate, exercise. So I went through that whole process and it slowly started pulling me out. The next day, so yesterday, I was still quite jittery and just out of things. I, I was able to go for like a, a decent sized walk um, with with my with my family around around the local area and I felt very, very vulnerable and very exposed to all of the people walking by. Like it, it felt like everyone was sort of looking into my soul and just, ah, oh, no, it was confronting. Um, at one stage, somebody was walking behind me and I just sort of like did this sort of jolt away very quickly to recompose myself. I re my body was very tense, like every muscle was turned on and I'm all like, oh, like this sort of feeling. Today, I'm feeling quite a lot better, maybe 80% of my usual. So I'm, I'm happy that I'm coming back out of this and I'll be seeing my therapist soon to sort of deconstruct and talk about this. And it sort of opened me up to a bunch of stuff in my mind that I'm, I, I'm now aware that I really need to delve into more and talk about it. So that's sort of what happened. The reason I feel compelled to share this and thank you to the people that have you know, reached out and spoken to me via my social because I did sort of do a little video that upon retrospect could be a little bit upsetting or scary to some people. I'm okay, as you can tell. Um, but thank you for the people reaching out and you know, I just wanted to let you know I am okay. I'm not going to self-harm or there's no risk to myself or anything like that. It was just a very, very intense sort of feeling. The reason I'm sharing this is because I feel like it's necessary to break down the stigma of mental illness, to, to, to share the reality of mental health, that things like this happen and it's, it's real, you know, PTSD flashbacks, triggers are real. And I feel like there's like a, there's like a, like a weakening of the language 
when people use the term triggered or flashback, it can mean a spectrum of things. And I, th- I thought I'd experienced the, 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 the depths of the flashback spectrum, but I, I was certainly wrong. Like there was a whole nother level of intensity that I can't prior to feeling what I felt and what I went through, I wouldn't have thought it existed. With all this in mind, I want to use my channel, use my outlet, use the following, use my following that I've got with you guys to share the reality of trauma, of PTSD, so that people that are going through it can connect and relate, and people that want to help and support and understand this can. I feel, I really truly feel that the only way to sort of break down these barriers is just expressing the reality of our stories. You know, science and research and statistics are amazing tools, but they're very hard to emotionally connect to, to understand. But if I share what I went through, and if you share what you've you've gone through, we get a deeper understanding. So with that in mind, if, if anything I'm doing, this video, this podcast, whatever, is something that you can connect to, please share it with someone. Please share it widely, because the reality of mental health and mental illness is varied, but the more we share, the more we talk, the more we'll understand what people are going through on a day-to-day basis. And and with, with that in mind, I want to encourage you, and I'll put a link down below to a project that I've got going called the Share Your Story Project. This is basically a place, a blog, a blog platform that I've got on my website where people can write in and share their experiences with trauma, mental illness, sexual agenda diversity, disability, anything like that, anything that you think needs to be highlighted, any sort of area of the world that needs to, that needs some stigma reduction. Check out some of the stories that are up. They're incredible. And the people that are sharing are amazing. So if you've got a short story, I want to read it. And I know a bunch of people will. And from the other side of things, I know that writing it down and sharing it is very therapeutic from a healing perspective because you get to express it and you get to connect with other people. So yeah, I'll keep you updated on the progress of this and if it happens again and that sort of stuff. Um, But yeah, like I said, thank you.